0: we will find you,
1: and I will kill you. Yeah! I am the Shut the fuck up, Donnie! The greatest trick the devil ever pulled was convincing the world he didn't exist.
2: What we've got here is
1: failure to
0: communicate. Mrs. Robinson, you're trying to seduce
1: me. <laughs> Aren't you? Was it over when the Germans bombed Pearl Harbor? Hell no! Just been revoked. Open the pod bay doors, now. I'm sorry, Dave. I'm afraid I can't do that. You want answers? I want the truth. You can't handle the truth Not because it is my name. I see, Dave. <laughs> Today, Junior. You ever dance with the devil in the pale
0: Your eye out, kid.
1: I like scary movies. Uh-huh. What's your favorite scary moment? The price is warm, bitch.
0: Welcome to Critics Not Cynics, the podcast that tries to prove that you can be a critic without being a cynic. And this week, uh, Leslie is going to be taking over most of the ranks. (laughs) Uh, As she knows, I am very, very exhausted from our our day job. Uh, I'll still be here to contribute, of course, to some of the review. And if I sound a little low energy, uh, it is because I am tired and I just want to go to bed. But... (laughs) we can't not talk about Loki this week. So, uh, especially since this is the penultimate episode before the season finale, um, still got plenty of mystery left for the final episode. And, uh, yeah. So, uh, again, spoilers ahead, uh, especially considering off the, the big little twist we got at the end of last episode. Uh, so Leslie, uh, take it away.
2: (laughs) Okay. I'll try and keep it uh, short and sweet. (laughs) Yes.
0: I'm an old man. So I I need an old man nap.
2: Well, I think we pretty much start off with, you know, Loki where we left off of the teaser. Loki's waking up and, um, you know, all, all the variants. And he's basically just kind of going through through the process that anybody would go through. Oh my God, what happened? Where am I? Who are you crazy people? (laughs) My personal favorite was Tom's delivery of the line about, um, you know, the alligator, and I'm heartbroken to say I didn't even find that strange. Yeah, that was one of the
0: best lines, like, at the very beginning. It's just like, you know, that doesn't even shock me. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I also like, too, that he kind of made a reference that he doesn't know how long he's been there. Right. Because I, I personally like that because as, as the viewers and we're watching it, we kind of feel like, well, it's only been six hours sort of a thing, you know, because you're just watching them. Back to back to back, but it's nice to kind of know from their perspective, he's been there a while. There's a lot more time has passed. So he's had time to grow, which I feel like just not that this episode needed any help with showing Loki growth. But I feel like having a line in there about, um, you know, that he's been there a while, time has actually passed. It's not as fast as what we watch, you know, just kind of leans into that personal growth he has there. So this one
0: is also big on on his this Loki's uh, personal growth, like the big complaint that I've seen about um, this, like variant Loki from Avengers was that it didn't seem right for him to necessarily be back to like the Loki of Ragnarok. um, But. Like this has done, especially like I said on the first episode, with all that showing about what was coming from his potential future, Mm -hmm. like that really had enough of an impact on it on him, as well as his adventures with with Sylvie and seeing her from a different perspective and why she was kind of disobeying the TVA. And now here we are, like with this particular episode, with him in the midst of other Lokis and kind of you sent it to me the spider-man meme where it's all the lokis pointing the fingers <laughs> at, each at each other <laughs> um and, and seeing him being crazily enough like the voice of reason
2: yeah
0: um and and I think that that's kind of what the whole point of of the show has been so far
2: yeah I was gonna say do you have any um favorite Loki's variants from this episode. I mean, we can say um, it till the end if you want, but I just thought, yeah, actually
0: that- it's kind of tied, um, mainly because I would say classic Loki got the most screen time and the more time to shine, mm-hmm. but it's kind of tied between him and kid Loki. Like, okay. um, I mean, to be fair, maybe it's a three-way tie. Cause, uh, alligator Loki <laughs> was, was he still, he had some moments, uh, Yeah.
2: I was going to say, for me, it would be between classic and alligator Loki.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But like Kid Loki was um, from I mean, I don't have too much experience with him from the comics, uh, because I think like when I was collecting, he was Kid Loki, but he wasn't in a whole lot of the Thor comics I was collecting. So like I didn't get too much exposure with him. And then by the time I was stopping on uh, picking up books like they were basically doing Tom Loki, you know, for the, for the comic book. So I haven't had too much exposure to him, but I did like um, one of my favorite bits. And I know we're, we're kind of breaking our order yeah, here, but right. um, when they're all drinking the Roxy wine and he's drinking high C, cause <laughs> yeah. you know, he's the kid, like something about that felt like so appropriate and, and like no one, you know, giving him like shit for it. It was just like, yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah, here I'm sitting on my throne. You guys are drinking, goblets of wine which i think one had almost like the infinity stones on it uh cuz they're all colored the way the stones are um and then he's just sitting there kind of like his the the way he's sitting in it like uh catty cornered with his uh legs over the one arm and his back up against the other arm and he's just like elegantly drinking from the sippy <laughs> straw on ice it was just one of my favorite bits
2: yeah, I like uh, when Alligator Loki bites off President Loki's yeah. hand, his hand.
0: <laughs> and like That's his so his funny. reaction to it too yeah. was was fantastic.
2: Yeah. Well, I also like when a boastful Loki gives him that burn about you know at least my Nexus event wasn't eating the wrong neighbor's cat. <laughs> <laughs> and,
0: and, and Alligator uh, Loki has a reaction to it, like yeah, they basically yeah. get in their own little fist fight, a little,
2: little tuffle, yeah. Yeah. Well we kind of jump back and forth a little bit between the TVA and here so let's just kind of like on the TVA parts of it you know we have Sylvie and um what's her name Ravana
0: Ravana or Renslayer cuz yeah. I think that's her last name
2: I still keep wanting to call her Ramona cuz that's what I heard <laughs> the first time but uh you know they she's trying to work out you know what happened and I I don't know I don't trust a thing Ravana says. I feel like she knows. And she's Oh no. She,
0: she absolutely knows because um the like I believed her at first. No, oh, I didn't. Uh, but then then when it got to the miss minutes bit and then like miss minutes is taking forever to look yeah. for whatever they're looking for I was like, "Okay, this is this is an act and like she she definitely knows more than than, than we she's Do she's
2: letting on. Yeah. Yeah. So we get, you know, Sylvie self prunes and, and to go join them. But we also jump to a part where Ravana's is talking to Hunter B-15, mm-hmm. you know, trying to what motivates her, which, again, I saw, it, it kind of goes to like, I don't believe that Ravana doesn't know what's going on, but it, it's still kind of confusing. Like, why would you need to know what motivates her, I guess, so that you can tell Kang or whatever, like, yeah. hey, she's coming and she wants revenge or whatever, I guess. I don't know. It's just that if they're trying to play it like she doesn't know, then the actress I don't think is doing it well. But I feel like that's not what they're trying to do because she looks so smug and like she knows everything. Even when she's questioning Hunter B-15 that I'm like, I don't believe her for a second. I think she knows exactly what's going on.
0: Well, and knowing her like that's that's why when I realized that that was Ravana, knowing her connection to Kang. It leans to that, too, where there's there's more than than what we're seeing as of right now. Um, And I assume we will get that in the finale or at least a snippet of it, because, I mean, that mystery is still there. Who's behind the TVA? Obviously, our theory is Kang, of course, um, because it's the most logical and considering we kind of know that he's the next big bad guy to be coming. um, And this is dealing with the time travel and all that stuff. It, it just it's not that it like it ruins the show, but it's just that thing that's in our mind of like. Even though I know it might be coming, I'm still going to be very happy when I see it on screen.
2: Yeah. And surprised. Yeah. Well, not like surprised in a oh, my gosh, I didn't know way. But like, right. Wow, they're actually doing it.
0: <laughs> exactly. I'm odd
2: or whatever. Or, or like we
0: <laughs> our our theories were correct. type of. Yeah.
2: Thing. Yeah. But as far as I recall, that's pretty much all that happens as a TVA and you know, as far as jumping back and forth. So a lot of this episode really is like you said it's focused on Loki and developing his character. I like that I really do like OG Loki or classic Loki and yeah. and his story especially about all the theories, the fan theories. So we're like Loki's not actually dead, he's just disguising himself as that he's dead and that's what OG Loki actually did. Yeah. And then um um, living in isolation like that for however long, you know, cause he, I mean, obviously if we're thinking about it in terms of as guardians aging differently or whatever, cause our Loki's like, what, like 1500 something, something like how that. old he's gotta be to look old. Yeah. And, well, and
0: Richard E. Grant, like, this is what, uh, upsets me with his, uh, not his performance, but his Uh, character in rise of Skywalker because he would have been like a really good live action casting of grand Admiral Thrawn. And that was kind of all the speculation Mm -hmm. when they announced him. And and instead he's just kind of very underutilized and is just a grand Moff Tarkin ripoff essentially. Like he just (laughs) doesn't have that same impact in it. And it's again, not to Richard E. Grant's fault, but here as classic Loki, like, it's so encapsulating the comic books and, and and the, and the movies and kind of creating this very perfect version of an older Tom Loki. And, Mm -hmm. and I still think like, okay, say we get to the end of this season and variant Loki is knocked off. We still have a potential theory of Loki from our mainline timeline is, could still be out there. Like they've given us, uh an adequate example or an adequate way to bring that mainline loki back if need be
1: yeah
0: um just that he doesn't go and spend you know his all almost all of his life on a on a planet in uh, in self isolation but yeah. I also love that like even as dorky as it looks, I love the old style costume it's on so it too
2: funny.
0: It, it's it's just absolutely perfect, and like oh. I said, he gets all the moments of shine really uh, yeah, he when he really needs it. Does.
2: Uh, As far as his costume, one of the other Lokis had handlebars, (laughs) like bicycle (laughs) handlebars for the horns. That was so funny. Um, I'm just thinking through all the different scenes. Oh, yeah. Like we said, it it really is just a lot of, I feel like a lot of it is perspective for our Loki to look at the different lives of all these other Lokis and really learn from. But I feel like OG Loki, obviously, like we said, he gets all the moments to shine. But I feel like he has the most impact on our Loki as far as like even explaining like I understood, I hid, I took myself out of the equation. And then the second that I decided I missed my family or whatever and I wanted to go like go back and leave, the second I did that, that's when the TVA showed up. So I feel like all of this really kind of comes to play. And influencing our Loki and how he's thinking and feeling. Then, of course, you know, he's like, I'm going to I'm going to get out of here. I'm going to go try and do a stupid plan. That's when we get all the other Lokis. I don't know how many of them are all Lokis and how many of them are just crazy ravengers. I don't know if those are supposed to be one whole band of Lokis Um, because Loki you know, further on mentions that there's like marauders and pirates and stuff.
0: Right. And I mean, and we see the example of like the uh, the Japanese crew, uh, yeah. you know, the and, and or
2: whatever. It,
0: yeah. Yeah. And um, yeah, I would say I would say for the most part that considering we know that there are primarily far too many Loki variants <laughs> that they prune, that probably a good bit of them or a good faction of them would be. But it also like Again, that character growth of, uh, you know, the the Loki, because it's not just necessarily what he saw from the um, from the timeline when when Mobius showed him at the very beginning in episode one, but his relationship with Mobius has impacted it. Because every time he's like, "Oh, you're gonna stab me in the back," or "You're gonna betray me," and but he's got that connection with him that this is the first time where it's like once he sees that betrayal and then that betrayal of the betrayal and the, you know, and then it keeps spiraling forward. It's like, this is no way for me to continue living on. And, and not only does it have such a monumental impact on him, but it has a, an impact on kid Loki and it has an impact on classic Loki.
1: Uh-huh. And
0: that's, that's where it's just like, it, it feels so really, really good with this character development. And it's kind of what upsets me when I see some other YouTubers and they're they're so on the we have to hate everything that Marvel does now because they did some things we don't like. Like you and I, we both personally don't really like Captain Marvel a whole lot, but we're not letting just one bad egg like ruin our perspective of everything else. Like there can right. be things in there that we don't like. Uh, and so I. Th- but then we can acknowledge what we do like. And there there's particular ones who are just saying that this is absolute garbage. It's not good. Uh, that pretty much only the phase one Marvel movies were the only good Marvel films. And now all of them (laughs) are just, and it's like that, that doesn't, that's not true. Do they get formulaic? Absolutely. Do they need to break away from that a little bit and kind of branch out more? Absolutely. And that's where I think that these shows are trying to do Mm -hmm. is where it's, it's, now we're getting six episodes rather than two and a half hours. They're doing more character development. They're doing more uh, exploration of characters. Uh, If you want to talk about diversity without it feeling forced, we have obviously boastful Loki is African-American in this and didn't, you know, wasn't bothering me at at, at any point or anything like that. We have
2: alligators represented. Exactly. (laughs)
0: Um, And so, there's this thing where it's like we're exploring all those different possibilities. And that's what I kind of like about the promise with what if in August is like, we're going to see, I know it's going to get attacked, especially I've already heard people talking about, um, uh, Captain Britain basically with Peggy Carter, uh, where they're like, Oh, but, and it's like, but it's a, it's a, what if it's, it's a, yeah. it's a different imagination of the characters, which is, core to comic books and, and multiverses and stuff like that and fan fiction. Um, and, fan fiction. and it's going to be like, really like, I don't know how I'll like it, but it's going to be really interesting to see uh, T'Challa as star Lord. Like, yeah. I don't know how it's going to really fit together, but it's going to be interesting. And this is kind of what the shows are doing. They're trying to expand more. They're trying to break out of that, that formula and explore characters a lot more. And we got it with WandaVision Division. We got some of it in Falcon and Winter Soldier, uh, but we're getting a lot of it in Loki. And that's what I really appreciate about the show. And it's why I, I am like championing for it. And I mean, I'm if I were seeing the things that we saw in Falcon and Winter Soldier where there were problems – there were uh, story things that just weren't uh, working out. There was just bad characterization, uh, too many plot points that didn't get equal resolution. I'd be agreeing with you. I would say Loki would be not trash or anything like that, but it wouldn't be as good as its potential. Right. And um, but it's it is it's like WandaVision. It, WandaVision did what I needed WandaVision to do. Falcon and Winter Soldier didn't. And Loki's doing what I need it to do.
2: Yeah, Loki so far, I feel like, has just been, like, the top tier. I would do Loki, WandaVision, and then Falcon and Winter Soldier.
0: I would agree with you on that.
2: So, of course, like I I mentioned before, Sylvie self-prunes, and so she gets picked up by Mobius, which I'm so glad that they established that everything goes to this one spot. It's not, like, randomly, like, one spot for all Mobiuses and one spot for all. Like, that, because that would be, like just insane kind of like that kaleidoscope thing and there's always yeah. more like when in the 360 degree mirror uh i'm glad it's just like one spot
1: right
0: and, and i also love his line like hey you should think about uh yeah, getting into cars <laughs> with, getting strangers. In car with
2: strangers <laughs> i was like wow what a dad character at that moment <laughs> like jeez, that's so funny um but yeah she gets picked up by him she's like no nah, i'm gonna go back and enchant it so turn back around you know they meet up with kid loki classic loki our Loki and alligator Loki. And it's so funny because it looks like, like our Loki wants to just run up and hug her, but he's so awkward. He doesn't know what to do. And just kind of awkwardly stops, but then he's all, he has that happy reaction of when he sees Mobius. And again, you know me Star Trek, but it reminds me of that episode when Spock uh, thinks he killed Jim. And then he turns around, he's there and he's Jim and he wants to go grab him. And then he's like, Oh wait, I can't react like that. You know? All awkwardly like Oh wait I gotta You know Pull myself back together Be a little more dignified <laughs> <laughs> But they um, They kind of circle up You know Get their thoughts together Get the plan Ready to go And uh, They The other crew Of Kid Loki OG And, and the alligator Agree to take them To Eliath. Mm-hmm. Al- Al- okay <laughs> I keep feeling like I'm saying it wrong <laughs> But it's like Goliath But just with an a Elioth Okay yeah. They're gonna take them there they're gonna try and enchant, um, you know, the big lizard, cloud, monster thing. Thing. <laughs> <laughs> we don't really know what it looks like. The skull kind of looks like a weird cross between to me, like a lizard and a horse, maybe. Mm. But it just looked with, like a big Satan giant hippo
0: for me. Teeth, so
2: I don't know, but its head doesn't. Its head's like pointy.
0: Yeah, its head's pointy. It's not round, but its mouth to me, like when it opened up its mouth, it seemed to have like the the teeth. Like the yeah, like looked like canine. hippo. Yeah, so it's talvers. it's something.
2: <laughs> but uh, you know, we I'm trying to remember. Okay, so kid Loki gives our Loki a sword, mm-hmm. a cool sword. Does the hero position, standing, the actor <laughs> with his hands on his hips for that shot. Like, go ahead and get your 15 minutes, you know, (laughs) when you're on a Marvel show, right? Oh, absolutely. And once they've already established, you know, that he's there, who knows, you know, we could bring him in any time that we want
0: to. That's kind of what I like about this is because, like, we're – Depending on what impact that this actually has in the timeline, because our understanding from the propaganda of the TVA is like they they have to prune these alternate timelines and stuff like that because it's going to cause mass chaos and stuff like that. But what if that's all a lie? And if that's all a lie and we have that multiverse or that these alternate timelines allowed to happen... Wow. Then, yeah, it brings in the possibility of having like think about if they do the new Thor and then Kid Loki like pops up and it's like you have Thor being like, who the hell are you? And and then you have Kid Loki being like, I killed you once, (laughs) you know, (laughs) It, it would just be a fun, really cool interaction to to do this intermixing.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, we get all of our good heartfelt goodbyes. Mobius goes back to the TVA. I'm interested to see what he's going to do when he shows up. Burn it to the ground. Well, with Ravana, because I feel (laughs) like as soon as he steps through, she's going to be there. Like, I don't know. But, uh, you know, they go, they try and distract it. That doesn't work. Classic Loki gets his, like, send off, which.
0: Fantastic.
2: Yeah, I'm like kind of disappointed that they only kept him around for, like, this episode, basically, but also it was fantastic. I absolutely loved it.
1: Well,
0: I'm, I would be worried uh, because they did such a good job with this and, and Richard E. Grant did such a wonderful job that, uh, you know, I wouldn't necessarily want them to bring him back or 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 have done it in a way where like he, he would show up and then it wouldn't be as good. Like, that's why I, yeah. I do feel like it was a perfect combination of everything, even though he's only really in this episode.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um Everything that he talked about all through the exposition, all of his actions, like this felt like the perfect culmination of his character and his own character arc, like sacrificing himself for others. And this time not, you know, doing not the coward's way, but, you know, the way out like he normally yeah. does.
2: Yeah. What well, was really cool. <laughs> he basically rebuilt Asgard pretty much or pretty much any building. I think that was just half destroyed there. He just kind of. Yeah projecting and creating an image of those so you know that's kind of weird the episode ends because Elias eats him sadly <laughs> or disintegrates or however it works and then um Loki and Sylvie working together enchant it the guard dog Eliath, and we see like a weird like floaty castle or kind of like I just like, saw the
0: bifrost now. so
2: oh the whole thing opens up and there's like a castle thingy there okay. and and I don't, I, I, I don't might know. have missed that also shout out to like the cinematography and the digital lighting or whatever with the green all over yes. and everything. I mean this this thing was beautiful and especially when they pulled out and you could see just how big the Elias cloud monster was, you know, compared to our little people on the ground and stuff. It was really well done. Of course, you know, it's like you can't say it enough. The cinematography is beautiful. The you know, the the effects are beautiful, the music is amazing.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And so, well that's that's where I, I really have that issue. You know, I, I don't want to keep coming back to that point, but like when, when people are are saying that it's awful or that it's garbage Oh yeah. and granted, I'm not fully going into and watching those videos and listening to what may or may not be a valid argument, but when you're already putting that in your title, um, like, cause we didn't do that with Falcon winter soldier. I, I don't typically do it with any movie that I might not really like. Uh, because one that's going to to uh, bias your audience for threat like you're already telling them what your personal opinion is of it but if you don't have valid reasons like if i felt that there was problems and struggles within the writing which we have brought up in the past when like my my personal thoughts on the reveal for for sylvie was not as strong as it could have been and that those lines that were felt stilted and didn't work really well but the story has been great it's it's Followed pretty consistently. It stayed within its own internal logic and internal rules. Um, it, it's it's been unveiling a mystery, like I like I talked about with uh, episode three, how I felt like then once there was more to Sylvie than what I understood, that it was going in that kind of actually the writing of the show was taking a characteristic of Loki himself with uh, deception and misdirection. And so when I look at this and I feel that I'm, su- I'm surprised I'm enjoying it. I'm having a good time. Cinematography is doing great. I feel like everyone's bringing their a game into the acting.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I can't, you can't objectively go, this is awful or this is bad. You know, yeah, it's, you
2: can't not for the whole thing. There's gotta be at least something you like about it.
0: Right. And I, and I feel like what is Sadly seeping into it and that's the one thing we try to keep out of our reviews is personal politics and I could have maybe seen that if they really presented Sylvie as just a straight like female version of Loki but she's not and um, I mean there's just – there's more to her. It's more complicated than her just being a female variant and especially the relationship they've developed even though they've only really developed that, that relationship within three episodes, it feels strong. It feels real. Yeah. And, and, and kind of with what we got with classic Loki in this, where he's talking about really what caused him to break the timeline was his loneliness.
1: Mm -hmm. And
0: that's one thing that Loki has always kind of feared, which was reinforced by his time loop with, uh with lady Sif where she's like, you're always going to be alone. And His desire for that connection. And I love the scene with him and Sylvie and, you know, he's gets the blanket and then he's like, well, you know, I could, I could do something for you. And she mentions about the costume, but then he ends up doing the blanket around both of them. And yet it's also not doing it in a way where it feels forced and it's not like, oh, they're just all over each other. They can't keep their hands. Like you said it yourself with the, with the when they see each other again and how he's awkward and he just, like he wants to run up and hug her, but he has never really dealt with these feelings before. Yeah. So when you've got all of this in there and you're doing a lot of work in 40 ish minutes and in multiple episodes and it's coming all together, you just can't just go, well, I don't like her because she's just a woman version of him. Like I said, there's more to it. (laughs) It's more complicated and and I like what they've done here. And it's not personal politics aren't coming into that. That's me viewing this and enjoying the writing and enjoying the show for what the show is and not, mm-hmm. oh, Kevin Feige's doing this or they're planning on doing this with, uh, you know, A Force or whatever. And it's, you know, oh, She Hulk's going to be awful and Ms. Marvel's going to be awful because they're female or they're, oh, uh, well, she's, I believe, uh, Kamala's Pakistani. That that's nothing. If you're writing a good enough character and a good enough show, all of those other ancillary details really don't matter. I want to enjoy the characters and I want to enjoy the show, and to me, that's what Loki's been doing.
2: Yeah, Loki's been really, really good. So fingers crossed for next episode.
0: Our our finale. Yeah, our finale,
2: and then I know that. Do we know for certain they were they were already greenlit for season two?
0: I'm I'm fairly certain, and I'm looking it up uh, as you as you continue. Well,
2: we also saw a bunch of interesting little Easter eggs throughout this void space, wherever they were. Um, the few like that I said um, stood out to me was I saw Frog Thor in the jar. Uh, I had to go back and pause or it. Or Throg,
0: to- if you're if you're <laughs> a real comic book fan, as I saw yep. in an article.
2: Yeah, now, there is
0: nothing earlier. showing on IMDb as a season two, but I am fairly certain I saw stuff about them doing a season two.
2: Yeah, I th- but, I'm pretty certain I saw that, too. Yeah, I wasn't sure if what I saw was Frog Thor or if I saw, like, an Ant-Man. So I had to go back and, like, pause it because I saw it was in a jar. So I was thinking Ant-Man or Wasp. But um, when I paused it, you can clearly see, uh, what did you say, Thor or Frog Thor? Oh, uh, Frog. Throg. 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 Whatever, Throg. You can see it's Throg. <laughs> A bunch of random school lunch trays. Like, what is that about? We saw the Thanos copter, which is hilarious. Look up pictures of that. That's so funny. I'm
0: which to apparently, think- um, I and because that was how I saw it. Because, I, like I said, I really didn't get the to kind of pay pay as close attention as I wanted to. Um, but the um, the helicopter might actually have. Um, Okay, I do see something in here right now, but uh, may actually have something within the comic books. Like, I saw a comic book panel with yeah. the yellow copter, that's what but, I But uh, as I look at IMDb and the trivia, uh, Clark Gregg uh, may have inadvertently spoiled that it was renewed for a second season, so uh. it may or may not. But if he's saying it, it's Probably it's, true. Dude, it's
2: so well. It's yeah. such a good show. Like, how could you not?
0: Well, and and kind of again, like I'm not trying to go back to that point, but as I as I'm on IMDb and I'm looking at the individual episode ratings, like we're not crazy. <laughs> um, I'm saying like, because these are from a bunch of you know people. It's an aggregate score, and outside of and I still don't understand why episode three is the least is the lowest, but pretty much every episode so far has all averaged around a nine. And okay. so that's, that's not, <laughs> yeah. You know, if, if it were as bad, as, cause like with Falcon and winter soldier, a lot of the episodes were, were, you know, striking pretty hit. low with some people.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: And so when I, again, it just goes to that thing where I, when you call it awful, you have to provide actual substantial proof to me that it's awful.
2: Yeah. So anyway, <laughs> <all> off <from> of our <laughs> crazy rant bucket.
0: Well, and my my soapbox, my my classic yeah, soapbox.
2: I don't I don't recall any other like big Easter egg-y things that I saw. I don't know what those weird bird things were. Those were freaky.
0: Those were interesting, especially the, the head. I like it's like, and what the
2: heck is that? <laughs> as,
0: <laughs> those, as those flock of them come by.
2: Yeah, I, those those were weird. But otherwise, you know. You want to rate it like this? was Well, a really... I, I
0: do have one question for you, because okay. I know I didn't get to see it really well. I got very small, like look at it and I didn't go back because uh, I didn't have time to rewatch it. But when she gets touched by uh, Aleith um, at the beginning, like when she shows up there before she okay. makes it into the car, she gets like it's what t- like gives her the impression she can enchant it. What does she see? Because it looked like, from what I hey, had grasped, it was it looked like parts of Asgard. But I may have missed more because some people are speculating off of that.
2: I would have to go back and, like, pause it. But to me, just because I, I didn't pause it on that part, I paused it on, like, is that Frog Thor? <laughs> uh, but to me, just from, like, a regular watch through, what she saw kind of looked like what the, they saw when the void thing opened up and they okay. were walking towards it. That's what it looked like to me. Like a weird castle y thing floating out there in space somewhere.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it just, uh, yeah, I I saw, like, because I saw obviously everyone's right, everyone and their mothers basically writing speculation articles. We've speculated ourselves. Uh, And I was just like, I don't remember, like, what I saw that it was like, OMG, I need to look frame by frame at what's going on there. I just thought it was like, oh, it's. Either she was seeing a memory of it or she was seeing the memory from herself or like, you know, it, yeah, it's just I, like I figured we'll get answers, uh, yeah. you know, type it, of thing.
2: It looked generally to me like the same thing that you see when the void opens. So okay. that's just kind of what I was going off Did
0: you see the virus, right, at the end?
2: I, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. There yes. was so some. It's like.
0: So you saw the castle, which I didn't see. I saw yeah. the frost which you uh, apparently didn't see.
2: No, I mean, I'd have to pause it, like, yeah. really, like, have it on my bigger screen and, and pause it to look at.
0: The, and that's, and again, like, that's what is a hallmark for a good shows, where you want to, to go back and rewatch the episodes. Like, or there's so much for, there. Or just
2: wait New Rockstars to post his... 50 million Easter eggs you, you missed <laughs> or whatever. And I'll just
1: go
0: back and watch that. Yeah. You know, but it, it's like, it was so entertaining enough that it's like a lot of these episodes, even though I haven't are all been, been ones where like I could easily go back and rewatch that, whether it's oh, yeah. just because of Tom or because of the story or the cinematography uh, this show has really, really done it for me. And I agree with you when you said it, like, this is as much as I enjoyed WandaVision, I've enjoyed this a lot more yep. Um, and, and not for the fault of WandaVision. It's just there's something about how they're how they're rolling out the story for this and how because my biggest concern at the very beginning was, wait a minute, you've already revealed this mystery. And then we get into <laughs> episode two, you already revealed that mystery. And it's like, well, I, I need there to be more mystery in this one conveniently enough, is titled Journey into Mystery. So, (laughs)
1: uh,
0: you know, it's the only thing that could happen that might ruin this is if we get a very dissatisfactory finale with whether or not it's going to go into a season two and whether or not they wrap everything up in, in a satisfactory way. Unlike like or not unlike Falcon and Winter Soldier, where we just kind of felt unsatisfied and unfulfilled with everything that. Cause it started off strong and that's the one thing we can at least say consistently between the three shows is they all started strong, but mm-hmm. WandaVision pretty much kept true to what it needed to do. And, um and uh, Loki has done that and Falcon and winter soldier did not. So yeah. it, it's, I just hope it keeps that potential uh, and realize that potential when we get to episode six next week yeah, or rather hopefully. this week, when this, when this releases.
2: <laughs> so, I don't know. I would have to go with like a five for this episode.
0: Yeah. I mean, I didn't, we do five on the last episode too. I, I feel can't like remember. maybe,
2: but this episode um, was really good. I really loved it.
0: Yeah, it did with, with, especially when you're introducing all of these Loki variants and it's like, it, it, it could have been so easy for them to be, we're going to hyper focus on them and their stories and this yeah. and that. And yet it did it in, in a, I'd say probably about 10 minutes really with that whole scene when they're in the hideout and then the betrayal and then the betrayal of the betrayal. <laughs> um, yeah. and their escape like it, you got, you got kid Loki's story. It's simple. I killed Thor. I can't remember boastful Loki's. Um,
2: Oh, he was saying that he got all the infinity stones and killed oh, Captain America and yeah. Iron Man. And that's when, alligator loki called him a liar
0: yeah that's what i was gonna say it's like yeah that's that's probably not what happened and then you had alligator loki ate the wrong neighbor's cat Uh, (laughs) and then you had our classic loki who just decided he wanted to have company and that's just what did it for him but again like those stories and how he tells like it's a beautiful uh presentation by richard e grant when he talks about oh yeah i just created a, an image of myself so convincing. And then I decided I was the cause to all of the problems. So I just drifted away from Thor, went to my own world and decided to live in isolation. And then you truly believe, especially by the self-sacrifice at the end of the episode, that like, yeah, he just he wanted friends. He wanted companions. And yeah. and that's where our Loki Uh, is standing apart because of the influence from Sylvie and the influence from Mobius. It's just, it's beautiful. Like all these pieces are just falling into place and everyone again is bringing their A game to the acting and, and I just can't help but not enjoy it. So yeah, five is, I think a perfect,
1: a a perfect way.
0: Yeah. (laughs) I mean, I don't want to get cocky on on the finale, but I can't imagine the, the finale really being disappointing. I, I really I can't.
2: I don't know how they're going to end it, because I feel my gut feeling is that there's definitely going to be a season two. Mm-hmm. So I but trying to think, is this going to go into what if is this going to go into Multiverse of Madness? I'm just—I'm not sure how we're going to wrap it up because, again, like we said, if Kang's not supposed to "quote unquote" really appear until was it like 2023 or something uh, with, like that?
0: With Ant-Man Ant- Ant- Yeah, the with Ant-Man,
2: you, you know, they can't re—are they really going to have him here for like a whole lot? Like maybe yeah. oh, like a one sec, yeah, like one second, one minute or less, sort of a thing. Like I don't—I don't really know how they're going to wrap it up, but I still feel like. They've earned my trust. i I, I trust that it's going to end well, and it's going to be interesting. I just I don't really have any ideas about how it's going to end
0: and and to me, that's another hallmark of it being in a good show because if you can't easily figure it out, yeah, without without worry. like with again, with Falcon and Winter Soldier, not to beat a dead falcon. <laughs> but um we we had all of these like could go this way or it could go that way or it could go that way or it could do this or it's going to do this. And none of them really like lived up to any potential, but we had like almost like, okay, well, Walker's obviously going to become us agent. We know Falcon is going to become captain America. Bucky's going to do whatever Bucky's going to do. Uh, that, I mean, we basically knew that was what the end of the, the show was going to be. Mm-hmm. But with Loki, it's, well, we don't know what, what motivations Ravana has. We don't know, really, we still don't know what's going on with Sylvie in her past, like what her Nexus event was yeah. that caused them to come after her as a child. Um, we don't know if even this Loki is going to survive. You know, I mean, I think it's safe to say that he's going to survive. And what I see from a potential season two As um, what I originally thought we were going to get with this season uh, was uh, time hijinks where they're going to different periods and having fun, which I'm glad it didn't do that. I'm very happy that it's like, oh, yeah, it's time travel, but we've got this bigger, grander thing. Yeah, we're going to some places here and there, Mm
1: -hmm. but there's
0: this bigger mystery behind it. And um, I think I don't know if we said it on the podcast, but I know we talked about it where if Kang shows up, it's probably going to be a la Thanos and Avengers, where it's yeah, a mid-credits yeah. thing, and it's a tur- like a turn and a smile, and bam, that's that's it. Like Verana's yeah. talking to him, and you know, from behind a curtain or something, and then we just get a brief glimpse at him. And bam, that sets up Ant Man and Wasp.
2: Yeah, because I I pretty much feel like that's what they'll do with his character until we get to Quantum Mania, which I yeah. think was twenty twenty
0: three. So right, yeah,
2: yeah. I don't think they're gonna outright have him like in the show, like walking around and delivering all kinds of lines. When they've pretty much said, well, he's gonna show up in this movie. So right, right. Uh, you you know you're gonna get those like little bits or like those little bits when he showed up in guardians of the galaxy and stuff like that.
0: Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's just, it, I'm really excited. That's all I can say. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm, 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 I'm
2: excited and looking forward to it because like we said before, um, I don't know in which podcast, but I feel like phase four is really starting to get into the characters that mainstream and then like maybe slightly out of mainstream. And then you get the, like the total normies and the people not interested at all, but like, we're really getting far away from characters that, like the like i said like the mainstream the wide gap of yeah. people um know really well so like i don't really know much about i know nothing about shang chi you know what's going to happen trailers look good i'm interested i'm excited to go see it but as far as going forward into phase 4 like what are they going to do with Ant-Man and Wasp and Quantum Mania? What are the Marvels going to be? You know, like right. I don't really feel like it's like when they announced, well, it's going to be Captain America: The Winter Soldier. We were all like, ooh, you know, and excited and stuff. Or we're getting another Iron Man. Ooh, you know, you know. Now we're kind of getting into things of like, well, what are they going to do with that? I don't really know, but I'm looking forward to it.
0: Yeah, we're we're kind of getting into that uncharted water, you know, territory because yeah. like. Yeah. The one thing we had going on, and if you've been listening to our our MCU franchise review, um, you know, the early on it was, okay. we're introducing the big main cast and then we're getting the big team up movie. And then within that big team up movie, we got the setup of a Thanos and then we got told, hey, it's going to be like a three act play where, you know, we're still going to have these old sets of movies and we'll have him spatter throughout here and there. But they're not going to go up with him until, you know the big time when it's the big threat and that's, I think they're going to continue that with Kang. Uh, but in the meantime, especially with the promise of, of more MCU shows, uh, when you get the Marvels, we'll already have had Ms. Marvel. So we'll be, we'll be introduced to Kamala and her quirkiness and, and, uh, coming to terms with being an inhuman. Um, you know, we already got Monica and her, um, you know, new powers uh, at the end of WandaVision Uh Um, and we've got Carol. So (laughs) we already know about her uh, because they had to tell us, uh, you know, basically everything, but it it does have promise uh, at that point. And Shang-Chi, like you said, I'm not too familiar with them either. Uh, I know they've updated the rings to be more like bracelets and I don't, exactly know how I feel about it but from that recent trailer it looks really cool that looks super cool and I'm super excited to just see Abomination back
2: <laughs> <laughs> Are, did they did anybody officially official confirm or is it just Kevin everybody fight. okay Kevin good because I was like I know I saw you know like you said the other YouTubers and people were fighting over like is it him is it not yeah. him and I'm like I don't know because after you pointed it out I'm like it definitely looks like him because I didn't pay attention I was just like ah, don't a monster you know
1: yeah,
0: that was like the the, I I had to when I was watching, I was like, wait a minute. Because <laughs> he's he's a little like he's not a hundred percent of how he looked, which would you know make sense. It's been ten yeah, years, you years, know,
1: yeah.
0: uh, since since he showed up and uh you know, and his ears look more like the traditional comic book ears. So it could be just a mutation of, of further exposure to gamma radiation. But, uh, I was like, I would, I, I couldn't quite like freeze frame it right on my, f- uh, my phone to be like, yeah, that's totally him. I was just like, eh, it really looks like him. And I'm like, oh, I hope it's him. I hope it's him. And then Feige came out I was like, yeah, it's him. So, <laughs>
1: um,
0: and, and then I also found out, I guess that Wong is going to be in Chang Chi. So that's, That's going to be interesting. Yeah.
1: Uh,
0: But yeah, there's there's because I my big concern was after Endgame was okay. I don't know where we're going. I don't Mm -hmm. know where we're going to explore uh, if they're going to come up with convincing enough stories for me to be like, yeah, I'm going to continue on. Otherwise, I'm just going to make Endgame my final movie with um, Spider-Man basically being my epilogue to that. Yeah. Um, But. So far, outside of Black Widow, uh, not having seen it yet and just knowing where it takes place within the timeline, I am interested. I want to see – outside of Eternals because Eternals just – that trailer still didn't grab me yeah. enough to be like, yes, I'm excited for that one. But I want trailers for Spider-Man. I want a teaser trailer for Doc Strange even though I know it's still got a little bit to go. Uh, but I am ex- – like those are my main lines ones I'm excited for. Shang-Chi. Yeah. Uh, Spider-Man and Doc Strange. So
2: Eternals is the only one that concerns me just because, again, it's one of those I don't know anything about these characters, and I don't really feel like they've done anything, like you said, to get me interested in this. Like, they haven't given me a teaser or a trailer that's enough to make me interested in these characters. And they also, I think we talked about it, I don't know if it was in our MCU review or what, when we were saying now they've introduced the whole where have these people been the whole time, yeah. you know, like, so that's the only one that I I'm worried about. I'm also worried about it because the cast of characters is so big
1: yes.
2: and you know, it's like, yeah, they did a big cast of characters in an infinity war an Endgame, but look how many movies we had leading up to that with, you know, the different characters in it. This is like one movie and I think there's like 10 or something of like lead cast yeah. actors, yeah. like, that's like big names, ensemble. yeah. Like names you know, not just like you know a few A listers, and then the rest are B listers. These are like like ten or twelve A listers plus everybody else, and you're trying to be introduced to all of that. Like that's the only one I'm concerned about. And and you're
0: also covering a span of basically the beginning of mankind up to and after Endgame, and right. being like. Yeah, we don't get involved in like humanity yet. They're showing throughout the trailer being involved in the yeah, building in, of in stuff, every possible and way, and, and like, then hmm. like, because then you were like, well, if you're not going to get involved, like, but you were helping here, like, why wouldn't you have stepped in at you know like in yeah. Infinity War? Like, I'm sure they could have helped fight off the Black Order and and Thanos and been like, oh yeah, we'll we'll, we'll step in and help. That's the that was like the problem with Captain Marvel is – you're inserting these characters into already defined pretty much timelines, even though like, yeah, OK, I get it. The 90s wasn't defined with any of the any Marvel hero, but you're putting it before what your official technical start of the MCU is. And therefore you're retconning everything that you know, came after that to then fit within this timeline or this within this character story instead of just being like, oh, no, because of. Maybe something from Guardians of the Galaxy since we got introduced with the Creed there that that could have been the cause with Carol getting her powers or something like that. You know, there there could just – when you try to f- shoehorn things into a timeline, it's what doesn't quite work out. You know, it's yeah. not the same when you have Return of the Jedi versus – Rise or not Rise of Skywalker but Force Awakens. That's 30 years. That's a lot of <laughs> – You know, that's a lot of time you can cover and go, oh, yeah, this happened here and that happened there and there, there. But, you know, when you look at Iron Man coming out in 2008 and you have Captain Marvel set in the 90s, it's 10 years. That's a very tight timeline to fit that stuff in.
2: Yeah, especially for how to how um, Samuel Jackson goes from Captain Marvel to end of Iron Man in his black you know suit with the eye patch and everything like,
0: yeah. You
2: know?
0: Yeah. And, and he's more quirky in captain Marvel and yeah. more serious in all of the other
2: ones. Right. Like, and whatever it was that happened with him and director Pierce and stuff like and a whole bunch of stuff has to happen.
0: Right. Right. So
2: yeah, I know we anyway. kind of
0: diverged off the path there, but, um, yeah. you know, that's what happens when we get talking about the MCU <laughs> and, and potential futures and stuff like that. But, um, Yeah, I you know, if a second season comes, I will happily watch it at this point. Unless that finale is just like so bad (laughs) and and I can't imagine it being really bad. I really can't. Uh, I think we're going to get major reveals. I think we're going to get stuff again. Falcon Winter Soldier just couldn't either set up or show connections to. But Loki is doing it and feels connected and and celebrating the history of not just not just the movies but comic book lore, you know. And little I didn't necessarily think we would be seeing kid Thor or kid Loki in this uh, in this show, and here we did, and he's a pretty good you know replication of him from the comics. And then hell, even seeing classic Loki, like just. <laughs> never would have imagined that we would have seen someone dressed in that silly costume
1: <laughs>
0: on screen so um yeah it's it's fantastic uh highly 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 recommend uh and if you're not liking it if you're finding problems that we're overlooking let us know because like the, we don't want to just be blindly following you know tom hiddleston or something like that. That,
2: that sure we do well i mean it's
0: it's something that could cloud our objectivity because we're, we're we both like him and not just the marvel movies but in other films and stuff like that um and, and sometimes that can cloud it and also we do like these characters and we do like these films which can can also cloud that judgment too um which is Again, like when you're coming out and just because you hate certain actors or you hate certain people involved in certain projects, therefore you're automatically trashing it. It's that's that's you know, you might have valid points. I would like to hear them, I will take them into consideration. Um, in fact, we are going to have uh, Pat and I will be having a review of the Fear Street series coming up uh, before too long, uh, once uh, part two has been watched and part three has been watched. And honestly. I I really enjoyed part one. Um, The only thing that I felt was not great about it was them trying to do a bait and switch where you could literally basically see the writing seep through. And I don't like I it's why I love really bad horror films, because they're not trying hard enough to be like either pushing a message or pushing an agenda or trying to trick you. They're just like, hey, we're writing a movie really quick and we have no money to shoot it. So let's just do it um <laughs> uh, because they do a, a little spoiler alert if you haven't watched Fear Street but uh I'd recommend it go check it out on Netflix but like the, when you're introduced to the main character you understand she's been going through a breakup and they're like oh Sam this sam that sam this sam that and you're like oh the sam must be horrible but then like it's revealed that Sam is another girl and it's like oh We see, we tricked you. You thought it was a boy because Sam is a boy's name. And and it's like, okay, I see what you did there. I'm not an idiot. I don't care. But (laughs) like that, that's that was like one thing that would if they were doing something like that with Loki, which was kind of the fear with introducing a, a female version of Loki was, are you going to hit me over the head with stuff? And I don't feel like they have. Right. So. Again, there's another little soapbox from me, but uh, <laughs> yes, go uh, go check Loki out. Let us know if we're crazy. We might be. I don't know. We are in peak season, so we, are,
2: we might are be we... by the end
0: of peak season. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, all right, guys, thank you for listening to this episode. Actually, went went a little bit longer than what we thought we were going to do. And I participate a lot more than I thought I was going to participate. <laughs> uh, but that, I guess that's just a testament to the show and, and loving talking about it and uh, experiencing it. So uh, if you want to follow the podcast on social media, we are on Twitter at critics, NTCynics. Uh You can follow us on Facebook at critics, not cynics podcast. Uh, you can write in. Let us know. Are we crazy? Are we nuts? Do you agree with the the um, detractors of the show that this show is awful? Uh, write in um, to the podcast at criticsnotstinks at gmail.com. We will read it and we will objectively analyze what you have to say and be like, yeah, maybe that's right. Or, well, we disagree with you there respectfully and um, would always love to, to hear any uh, type of response from people out there who have differing opinions from us. Uh, and then you can listen to the podcast on any podcasting service. We're on iTunes, uh, Podbean, Spotify, Google Play, Amazon Music, uh, and Audible. Just about everywhere you can get your podcasts. And um, and if you like it, leave us a rate and review. It helps other people find us. And uh, we will talk to you next time. And we'll be talking, obviously, about the finale for Loki. So. If you're going to come in and listen to that one, make sure you have watched the episode first because I'm sure we will go big, big spoilers on that.
1: (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys, we will talk to you next time.